You're listening to the Getting Mindful with Megan podcast. Hi guys, welcome to the Getting Mindful with Megan podcast. I am excited to talk to you guys today about meditation, about visualization. I am really passionate about this topic right now. I have recently developed a more serious, I guess you could say, meditation practice in my life. I've always done meditation here and there. I love to ponder on the spiritual, which is the actual like Wikipedia definition of meditation. I love to sit and think about things that are spiritual. I love to be in that energy. And recently my practice has become more, more serious, I guess you could say, because I've learned a lot more about why we meditate and how to get into it deeper and how to experience it and just create from it. And it's been so powerful in my life that now I just feel like I have to teach it to everyone. So the first question we're going to answer today is what is meditation? Meditation is a practice where we get honestly just deeply present. We cross through the analytical mind where we're analyzing everything around us and our brain is doing everything it can to keep us safe. And we move into theta. They call it theta. We move into this space of deep presence where the brain isn't chattering anymore and we're able to just be and there's no noise and you're honestly feel like you're in a different realm. So one of my favorite quotes ever is by C.S. Lewis. And he said this, he said, the present moment is the point in time which time touches eternity. And in that book, he's, this is from the book, The Screwtape Letters. In that book, he is a devil talking to his young accomplice devil, like his younger little prodigy devil. And he is telling him that there's two things that we don't want humans doing. We don't want them ever in the present moment because that's the time time touches eternity. That's when they get really connected with the divine, with God. That's when they get really close to a spirit world, a different world than the one that we are in right now. And the other one is to God himself. So he's like, we don't want them getting anywhere near God and we don't want them getting anywhere near the present moment. And I love that book and I believe in it. Like, I just think that C.S. Lewis was so enlightened when he wrote that. And so for me, like, if that's what the devils don't want me doing, bet your bottom dollar, I'm going to freaking be doing it. And so there's lots of ways we can kind of make our everyday life a walking meditation. We can be much more present as we slow down, as we don't fall into the traps of the hustle and the bustle of like modern day life, right? When we're able to create more stillness just every day, when we let go of the brain chatter moment to moment, when we choose to release thoughts that aren't serving us, those are all ways that we can get present now, right? But what about like in this deeper sense? What about in meditation? Well, in yoga philosophy, there's a guy named Patanjali. I talked to you guys about him a little bit in the last podcast episode, but his name is Patanjali and he created this thing called the eight limbs of yoga. And it's kind of like this eight limbs to enlightenment, eight limbs to what they call samadhi, which is like bliss or oneness with God. Or to me, what it is, is like deep presence with the spiritual, being present with the spiritual. And they ha- he, he created this eight limbed path to get to that deep connection with the spiritual. And I think that these are the perfect way to teach meditation. He had it so right. Hundreds and hundreds of years ago, they knew what they were talking about. So the first thing he says is that if we want to get to this place of deep presence, that time where time touches eternity, 
we need to practice the fifth limb, which is called Pratyahara. Actually, let's start with the fourth. We're going to start with the fourth. There's some other ones, but we're just going to start with the fourth. The fourth limb, which is pranayama. Pranayama is control of the breath. In yoga, the breath is very important because your breath is your life force. If your breath is short and constricted, you're not going to be able to calm your mind down. You really won't. But if your breath is long and deep, it's going to, one, give you more life, right? They call it your life force because it's the thing that keeps you alive. And as it's long and deep, it expands you. It expands your time here. But as we shorten and restrict the breath, it shortens our time here. So Tanjali said that we have to work on the focus and the concentration of the breath and deepening it and longing it and broadening it and concentrating with it. So we're going to be doing a lot of breath work in the app that I'm about to launch. There's going to be breath work classes on there. I'm going to teach you how to actually do that work. But one thing I can tell you right now is that as you practice just deep breathing, it's going to help you with the next four steps, right? It's going to help your brain come into the present moment. It's going to help you when you're focusing on the breath, you're really not focusing on anything else. And then it calms down the nervous system enough that it can be still. So breath is a major, major part of learning to meditate. The next step he describes is called pratyahara. Pratyahara is Sanskrit and it means withdrawal of the senses. So for me, I love to meditate with an eye mask on. It takes away my sight sense and it makes it so much easier to get into that deep space, right? I like to take away my talking or like my mouth sense, right? I take away all of those senses. I be still. I'm not touching. I'm not fidgeting, right? I'm just letting go of all of the senses. That's going to help you release from the world that you're in, this outer world, the physical world around you. And it's going to help you go inward to your own inner world. The next step to meditation is called Dharna. And Dharna is Sanskrit for concentration. So I don't know if you guys have ever seen this before, but there's like yogis sitting, you know, like crisscrossed, like sages, right? And they're just like staring at a candle and they're just like watching it flicker. And they're practicing Dharna. They're concentrating just on the flicker. They have one thing that they're bringing their focus and their concentration to, and they're holding their focus. And it's a major step in getting to that place of deep presence because it, your brain is going to want to be like, you withdraw the sense of your brain is going to be like, ding, 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 like a squirrel, right? I always say it's like a squirrel brain. And so bringing the brain back, bringing the brain back for me, when I meditate, a lot of times this is on a word. For me personally, I meditate on Jesus a lot because I love Jesus. And so like I focus on Jesus, right? I like picture Jesus. Like that's what I do. But maybe for you, it's like focusing on, you know, like a sound, like, you know, like the ding, ding, that's in a lot of meditations. People are focusing just on that sound and they're bringing their awareness back to it, back to it, back to it. We're telling what this part of it is, is we're telling that natural man, we're telling the dog to sit. We're telling the dog, shh, I'm meditating, shh, I'm meditating, shh, I'm meditating until the dog surrenders and says, okay, she's meditating. And then when the dog surrenders, your thoughts start to dissipate, okay? So at this point in the practice, we are in a stage called beta, which is when our thoughts are like thought, 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 and we're moving through the analytical mind into what they call theta, 
which is the subconscious mind. It's where there are no thoughts anymore a little bit, right? And by the way, you move in and out pretty quickly of these different stages. So we're concentrating and we're telling the dog to sit. And then once the dog surrenders, even if it's just for like 30 seconds, right? You move into what's next, which is called Diana. And Diana is Sanskrit for meditation. Diana is the practice of presence pretty much. And it's when we start to go inward and go into our own inner world and let go of one single focus anymore. Now we're not focusing on that one thing. We're just being where we're at. We're just being. We're just no more thoughts. And we're just here. We're just being. And as we be present and what they call it is they call it going into the black because when you get to this stage it's a little scary for people because it feels really unknown it feels like you're going into a new world (laughs) and a new realm and it feels really unknown it's called going into the black and it's when we go and we just be with this this new world this inner world that we're experiencing this deep sense presence I know you guys like, trust me, like before you experience this, it just sounds so weird. I like, no, I totally understand. It sounds crazy, but you got to try it. And that's why, that's why I'm making an app with it because I'm like, people have to experience this. This is the coolest thing ever. After we're in meditation, we move into what Patanjali called Samadhi. It's Sanskrit and it means bliss or people translate it to mean oneness with God. It's that sense of like, becoming and moving into a realm where God is. And it's where bliss is. It's where all the freedom, all the power, all of everything you could ever want really resides there. And a lot of people like in like the manifesting world, they call this quantum. This is where there's limitless possibility. Everything is possible. It's the place that you go and you create spiritually before things happen in the world around us in this 3D world, right? It's where you go and create before you create physically. And so I know you guys, I know that you might be like, this sounds like hoopla. And I'm like, no, you guys, you have to experience it. You have to experience deep meditation. One of my all-time favorite quotes is by David O. McKay. And what he said is he said, meditation is one of the most secret and most sacred doors to enter us into the presence of God. How beautiful is that? You can have that experience. And that makes sense, right? Because we're moving into the land of limitless possibility. That's where God resides. That's the time when time touches eternity where anything is possible. And that is why I feel so passionate about teaching meditation because I think that as we go there, as we align ourselves and we do the work to come into that deep sense of presence, we're going to have experiences that are mind-blowing, honestly, but also we're going to be able to create things we never knew were possible. So. All of those steps to get us there are rewiring your brain. They're changing you. They're completely, like I've heard it described like this, like you're getting a biological upgrade. Have you seen the studies that say how good meditation is for you? They're everywhere. They're like people who meditate are healthier, period. That's that's the science behind it. People who meditate are healthier. And it's because you're actually going in and you're rewiring. You're wiring yourself to breathe deeper. You're wiring yourself. You're training that animal. And it's creating peace and freedom. And it's creating positive feelings, positive vibes, right? It's getting good vibes. And then you go to this place of deep presence. And that is where I think just man health, so much health from that space. So 
this is meditation. I'm excited to teach it to you guys. I'm super excited to like get into it and really like I want to dive in deep with you guys on meditation because there's so much power that can come when we learn to breathe deeper, let go of our outside senses, concentrate, move inward, and eventually, you know, hang out in that present moment. You've experienced it probably before. You probably experienced it. Most people tell me in nature. Most people say like, I think I've had that moment like where I'm like not thinking and I'm just being and I feel really, really good. And it's usually when you're in nature. And I think you guys are just going to freak out. You're just going to love this experience. So we're going to be meditating a lot in the near future once we launch this app. So the next thing I want to talk about a little bit is visualization. So I think visualization is equally amazing and so powerful. Visualization is when we go through a guided meditation type of thing and we visualize what we want for the future. This is powerful because I'm going to invite you to feel all the feelings of having those things you want, creating those results you want. I'm going to have you feel it as if it already happened. And let me tell you what happens when you do that. First of all, feelings first, right? Feelings create actions that create results, not actions create results that create feelings. First, we have to feel those things and then it will help us create the results we want. So if we want, you know, to have a million dollars, we have to feel like we have a million dollars. We have to embrace that energy of having a million dollars. That energy is going to propel you into action and doing things that are going to help you create that million dollars, right? But also if you believe in the law of attraction, which I tend to kind of believe in a lot of it, they say that we have to match the frequency of the reality we want to create. And I agree with that. Like think about it in terms of just energy. What you put out is what you create, right? So if you're putting out bad energy, that's what you're going to receive back to you. So if you have to match the frequency, match the vibrational energy of the thing that you're wanting to create, you're wanting to create abundance and you need to be abundant now. Your brain doesn't know the difference between real life and not real life. So when we're in a meditation, I'm telling you, feel the abundance and visualize what it would be like to have that and feel that energy running through your body and feel the gratitude for, to God for it and you feel all of that, your brain feels it, like thinks of it as if it's really happening. It can't tell the difference. So you're going to feel, first of all, it's going to create more health in your body because when people who are happier are healthier, and that's so scientifically proven, people who are happier and less stressed are healthier. So we're actually going to go and just make you healthier, right? But also it's going to give you that momentum and that motivation to get up and do those uncomfortable things that requires you whenever you're trying to reach a result. And it will give you that energy, that feeling, that emotion that you need to to do that. And so that you can eventually have the results that you want. And it is magic. You guys, I love visualizations. Like even as I'm creating like business stuff or my home and my homeschool, I love to lay there and I do my own guided visualizations that I've created for myself, where I'm visualizing everything, what it's going to look like creatively. And I feel the feelings of it done before it even happens. I feel the feelings like it's done and it feels like so good in my body. I get excited 
And I, I let that and I project that energy out and around me. And then after the meditation, I get up and I'm like excited and I'm ready to work. And it puts me in a completely different headspace. This is some of the stuff we're going to be doing on the app and what we're going to be doing as a getting mindful community. We're going to be visualizing. We're going to be meditating and we're going to be literally like raising our vibrations, raising our energy so that we can ascend, like so we can be better, so we can be closer to God and so that we can create more and do more powerful things in this world. And I think that is amazing. So I'm so excited, you guys. I hope that this gave you a little like, ooh, I kind of, I want to practice meditation. I'm interested in visualization because I think it's going to be so powerful for you. And so if you liked this, share it with your friends. I'd be so grateful. It helps me so much. And also it helps our friends when we like stuff and we share it with them. So if you love it, share it. Thank you. I love you. I'll talk to you next time.